What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to the first stream episode of Beyond the Board, where some of us uh, nerdy high school old alumni friends get together and talk about our nerdy passions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm Drew. These are my homies. Homies, introduce yourselves. Up, uh, I'm the homies. Homie one. I'm homie two. Uh, my name is Colin. Like uh, Drew said, we met back in high school, probably like, oh my god, six or seven years ago at this point, probably more. Jesus Christ, you're right. Yeah. We're, I mean, we, gra- one, we graduated six years ago. Oh, so we probably all... We've all known each other for about over a decade then. <laughs> yeah. That makes you feel old. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Juan. Drew said my name already. But yeah, I, uh, oh my God, you're right. I, I, <laughs> I met the both of you when I was like 15 and I turned 25 in like a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Join the club, bro. Half a quarter of a century. I love how this went from a tabletop podcast to just like, holy shit, we, we've been <laughs> friends for a we're, long time. We're not as young as we thought we were. Um, no, dude, I'm sitting, I'm sitting up here. I'm definitely not as young as I used to be. Look at you guys with your beautiful hair. Oh, I'm definitely That's, thinning. That was me seven hide years it. ago. You see this? It's thinning back yeah. here. I just hide it because yeah. it just naturally curves over it, and so no one yeah, knows. Yeah, it looks not. beautiful. I mean, that's why I wear a hat all the time, man. I mean, I when I was in Puerto Rico, just barely, I oh. went off this little uh natural rock slide into the water and they got an upshot film of me and you totally see my skull it looked like just a 50 year old dad so that's why you don't cut the that's why you don't cut the mane that's kylie's fault i love her (laughs) this is we've been this podcast episode stream whatever you want to call it is mostly going to be about how we got into specifically tabletop rpg games but i mean like you just saw we will go off on tangents left and right talking about my hair loss talking about their hair gain and how we're old relatable it, it, you need to be relatable yeah so it, but i mean yeah it's it's been a long time since we've known each other i and it's really fun for me to be able to do this with these guys because I like to consider them my children in D&D and tabletop games because I daddy both of them into this world. So it could have been Juan tried. He tried taking the reins from me and saying, hey, come come play D&D. And I said, no, because I'm a loser. (laughs) Um, I didn't take the reins. I built the cart, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I built the foundation. I remember in high school, Juan was like, dude, because... And I'm, I might jump ahead into way more information that we could go into. But we both enjoyed dirty things together. And he was like, bro, we well, should play D&D. I'm like, nope. I draw the line at Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am I not there that's yet. That's the line. <laughs> that is, I play TCG game. I draw my line there. I said, no, I'm not going to play D&D. I need to get a girlfriend. That's And if I'm playing D&D amongst all these other things, there's no way that's going to happen. Um... I love had a girlfriend. That's the tipping point. <laughs> you had a girlfriend. You were just worried she was going to make fun of you. Yeah, I had a girlfriend, and I had like. Or you were starting girls. to see each other, I guess. Yeah, it was like the start, and I was like, Hold, "This girl I've had a crush on for years, and one of the cutest girls in school." And I was like, "I can't let her find out that I'm this big nerd, man. I just can't." Like, 
And so, like, that is the one that comes out of the bag. Like, you can get away with a lot of other shit, especially in high school. But as soon as you drop, like, the yeah, I hang out in a basement for six hours with my friends and stare at little figurines. Yeah, so I pulled the ultimate con. So, like, I I kept pretty hidden from her how nerdy I was. I mean, as we started dating, yeah, yeah, I play Magic. Yeah, yeah, I play Yu Gi Oh! I pick up Pokemon cards left and right because nostalgia. I mean, just for Christmas, Kylie got me the shining pearl it's awesome um and from there but anyways i i I slowly let her into this i convince her that i'm awesome and i get her to marry me and then i say okay now now that it's legal and i that got her pregnant and um so she was kind of locked in here so then i started saying oh yeah well guess what i would do a dnd podcast play dnd once a week uh play league of legends all the time is that what I was supposed to do? Because I just put all Ultimate the cards con, on the table bro. right out the gate, dude. Ultimate con. But yeah, um, so with this main idea of what we wanted to do was we've had found had so many memories playing specifically D&D and other tabletop games. Me and Colin have dabbled a little bit in Call of Cthulhu, and I do want to play some other ones eventually. And maybe we'll play on live here one time, who knows? Um, but for now, we just want to really tell everyone. Yeah, we want to really tell everyone how fun it is and kind of break the stereotype that it's really not that nerdy. Like my wife has sat in on a lot of sessions of D and D that I've DM'd, and she's like, you know, it's not what I was expecting. I'm like, you're right. No, we don't dress up all the time. We don't throw nerf balls at each other saying it's fireballs even though that's awesome and i wish we did <laughs> listen that's but, a level of commitment that we're all too lazy for it's not because yeah. we don't it's not because we don't want to look bad it's just because we're too lazy to put that effort in yeah and i mean just look at nights of bad ass i think that kind of set the whole tone for oh yeah i believe it is but really we sit around a table and joke around of- and literally how it is right now we're serious for maybe i'd say 35 40 percent which is good considering us then the rest is just bullshit tangents someone can start a timer to see the longest we go without making a dick joke or going off topic (laughs) (laughs) i mean i play i I run a campaign right now for these two and a couple of my other friends and brother and i mean i'll start saying stuff and it just rolls away from me i have no clue where it went all of a sudden i'm just the reins are gone. I don't even have control. They're making like wants a dick dick jokes the whole time. They're they're constantly making fun of of what I say. Uh, I I can't wait. There's a we're playing right after this, and there's on my notes a word, and I definitely know it's going to blow up for like five minutes. I'm not going to be able to get through <laughs> the description. So Penis. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so. But no, it's a it's a really good time. And so what I my main idea was this. And I'm glad we got everyone on board. We kind of came together and say, hey, we want to do this podcast episode and stream it. Why not to really be a resource to new players or maybe even individuals who are maybe curious about the genre as well as just talking and have a good time. So that's really all this is. Um, so why don't you guys tell me your experience for starting off with D&D or any tabletop game or how you kind of got curious for it. Juan, I'll let you take Limelight. Okay. Um, let me pull up my handy-dandy notes here because I know if I don't uh, bullet point myself, we're going to be here all <laughs> fucking night. 
Um, I mean, you already kind of you already kind of hit the nail on the head for most of it. Uh, you, I mean, we started what with our Yu-Gi-Oh Fight Club. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're, I, I specifically remember us and a couple other buddies were like, "Listen, we've got Homecoming coming up." We started playing you. I remember it was the it was the summer right before senior year. We were playing the like it was like on the app on our phones, and we're like, "Why don't we go pick up cards yeah. again?" Like, why don't we play, like, actual cards? Like, we haven't had cards since we were kids. So I remember, like, we started going to the store and buying, like, our starter decks and stuff. And then you were like, man, we've got Homecoming in a couple months. we got to keep this on the DL. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so concerned. So concerned with what people thought. But like, but like, even then, like I was already. I mean, you know, this was already a huge nerd. Played uh, like Pokemon mm-hmm. is probably the game I've put the most hours in in my entire yeah. life. I mean, like my dad taught us English off like well, he taught himself English off like comic books and Star Wars, and so like that shit That's was awesome. always on in our house. And then mm-hmm. uh, growing up, hitting hitting up comic book shops in like New York, and then the ones that started popping up in Utah. I remember seeing. Yeah. Uh, people play Warhammer and always thinking like, oh my god, like that shit's so cool, but I'm too young and I don't have any right. money. And then it all kind of just like ballooned. The older I got, the more access to money. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember watching the the real downfall. I remember was watching the community episode of the community episode where they play D and D, and that was like the final nail in the coffin. I'd seen enough D and D references in my life to be like, "Shit, this is pretty. This this is pretty dope." Then I watched that episode. I remember I called you. I was like, "Why haven't we played D and D yet?" (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just want to interject real quick on a tangent. Okay, that Yu-Gi-Oh! Fight Club got so out of hand. I was going to say, I was like, before you guys get too far, I feel like this needs to be explained. Because you hear Yu-Gi-Oh! Fight Club and you're like, oh, they're just like fight, like battling Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. No, no, no. Passwords. Bro, okay, this got so... Passwords are the fucking tip of the iceberg, Juan. Okay, this got so nuts. I just have to go into it because we can't just not pass over it. Um, So yeah, me and Juan and a couple other buddies been playing you on our phones We're like why don't we just do this why don't we just start playing it like old times and it was so fun that even out of the summer into school we started playing it and i remember a couple people found out about it like i think was one of them um i don't know if a bunch of other names. people <laughs> oh yeah yeah my bad well, whatever anyways well, I'll bleep it out. People, it's okay <laughs> a bunch of people that we knew found out about it and they're like you know we want to play too I was like, all right, sweet, come over to come over to my parents' basement and we'll play we'll play some Yu-Gi-Oh! And um it we, sounds so shady. Well we everyone started coming over, but the thing was it started to get so big and I wanted to keep a secret because I was trying, like I said, my wife now. I was trying to get her to like me. And I didn't want to scare people away that I was holding these big dual events, Yu-Gi-Oh! events in my basement. Anyway, so I needed to hide it because I had random people that I hadn't really talked to come up to me like, yo, so you guys are playing Yu-Gi-Oh? And I was like... You're like drug kingpins at this like, point. Bro, and I look at Juan and I'm like, yo, how? who is this guy? And you're, and you're like, dude, I don't know. We haven't even gotten to the most intense part yet. Anyways, we start coming up with things like we start calling it Fight Night. We follow Fight Night rules. You don't talk about it. We send you a text. We meet here. If you're in, you're in. That was it, and we, we had a blast. Here's the thing, though. This is what got crazy, and this is the reason we're not going to say names. I would go to school, and people would come up to me and be like, yo, I just got this from Walmart. Stick it in your bag. Keep it for fight night. 
And I was like, what do you mean you just got that from Walmart? Don't worry about it. They were stealing cards, man. So many people were going to Walmart stealing hundreds and hundreds of dollars of cards and bringing them to me as like tribute. Be like, okay, keep this for fight night. And I was like, I had no part. I had no clue what was going on. People would just come You're up, just... unzip my backpack. I'm talking to my girlfriend. And they're sticking cards in my backpack. You never told them to do this. It just happened. No, it, it just, just happened. happened. It got so out of control. And I remember going to class. I didn't realize I was my backpack. I pull out a notebook. Juan's in there with me. And I'm like, yo, did you put cards in my back? And he's like, nah, dude. And they're at your house. I kid you not. I pull out the Ziploc bag full of cards I had never seen before in my whole life. And I'm just like, dude, what's going on? And we slowly found out that we, we, we cut things off. But that but was, was our final shutting it down. And I, when I mean we had a couple people, I don't mean we had a couple people. We had like a quarter of my senior class playing of dudes playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Us 17, 18-year-old dudes Playing you, man. Dude. Oh, boys, what a that fun was, time. That was when I uh, defaulted in my role of just always being Drew second in command because I'm a very good advisor. <laughs> yeah. And it probably wouldn't have happened out without one, honestly. <laughs> that was, but that's kind of, uh, yeah. So we were even, we were, how many hours did we, like, of class did we cut just to go play Yu-Gi-Oh in your basement? Um, or, like, tons, or just uh, your parents were getting mad so we would go play in the, the McDonald's <laughs> lobby? yeah <laughs> i mean after a minute there we were just like whatever who cares we're not gonna we're not gonna hide this anymore if they know they know <laughs> after a while yeah after you know you get a quarter of this in your class uh in a fight club uh, it's kind of impossible to keep that shit a secret oh that's another thing so there was a quarter who actually were in on the Yu-Gi-Oh, and then there was a quarter who weren't who legit thought i was hosting fight nights in my basement yeah, people thought like, we were actually fighting. <laughs> people thought I was, like, literally running this ring where I let people beat the crap out of each other in my basement. And they're like, yo, I want in next. I'm like, what did you do? I really don't think it's your thing. And they're like, no, no, no. I, I think it'll be fun. I want to fight someone. I'm like, that's great, man. Not... <laughs> we that is awesome. That you keep that aggression. You you save it for something important. But we are playing Yu-Gi-Oh. He's like, yeah, okay, okay. I'm like... No, we play Yu-Gi-Oh, man. This is this is code so girls don't think I'm a big nerd. <laughs> oh, but it was it was a good time. It was a really really fun time. Um, Colin, I know that was a long tangent, but how? What about you? What was your experience getting into tabletop games? That that is always a tangent that's worth it for me. I don't care how many times <laughs> I've heard that story; it makes me fucking die. It's a um, funny thing. It'll never get old. I didn't. It won't. <laughs> it's so fairy taleish. Honestly, I know. It's like something that you would make up to your friends, but this like legit bearing witness. The one time I came to visit when I came back after that year, like I popped into school and saw like all these guys surrounded around you. I'm like, you doing good, man? Like, <laughs> I thought you were in trouble. <laughs> But nope, just um, my nerdy habits catching up to me. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I didn't like I've always kind of been into video games and like you said, teetering on the two nerdy shit, like playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Beyblades back in the day. Oh dope. Dude, I used to Beyblades was my shit. That was like right the there. first 
that was the first time putting like physical to imagination. Like in my head, I would say these attacks that this little top was doing. That top doesn't know what the fuck I'm saying. It's just been... <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's kind of like what progresses you into a D and D stage. Like you're literally talking into the abyss with your friends as fictional characters solving fictional problems, but yeah. it's the best time you have every time. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great time. Um, how I got into it. See, I'd always heard Juan was trying to guide me to the light, like the shepherd he is. And I just had to go be my own sheep for a little bit until he could bring me back to the fold. And um, You can lead a horse to water, man. Listen, I lost yeah. hope. I lost hope. I was like, I gave up. I was like, damn, we're never playing D&D. I can't do this shit alone. I'm too scared to go yeah. to a comic book shop. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, there... You know those memes that are going on right now where it's like your past self is getting into D&D and your future self is banging on the walls. Oh, the interstellar oh, meme? The... No! Yes. Yeah. That is... I have that moment a lot because I've spent so much money on D&D books. It's insane. Um, but... Dude, mine is how... always dice and uh, spell cards. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, bro. I have a drinking horn somewhere full of my dice. Jesus Christ. I know, um, but I was working at uh, a call center once upon a time, and some of my work homies were playing D&D, and he was reading the manual, the player's handbook, and I was like, yo, what is that? Like, what are you doing? He slowly started talking to me about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of D&D before. Okay, and he really started explaining it to me, and I was like, dude, that kind of sounds pretty dope. Like, why not? Like, they, they hey, once someone actually Friday takes the time night. to break it down for you, it gets way more interesting. Well, and he also explained to me, like, it was a very social thing. Like, all him and his buddies got together Friday night. They'd, they'd bring drinks, bring snacks, get a pizza. And then we would just, they'd sit around and hang out and play D&D. He's like, you want to come? And I was like, sure. So I go over to their house that Friday night, uh, the Thursday before, actually, get my character set up. And this is when I realized I was getting a little in over my head. My character creation process, and granted, this DM was very, very extensive, took three hours to create my character. There's a ton of skills, and he's explaining each and every single one to me. We got to the listen skill, and I was like, he's going to skip over this. I know what listening is. I'm listening to him talk right now. He explains to me that listening is like when you go up to something and, and like put your ear to it, and I'm like, well, no shit. I, I got that. <laughs> How do you think I'm listening to you right now? Or, or what am I doing? Like, it was things I was like, so he went over everything and gave an example for every every single skill. Anyways, can you guys guess what my first character was? Super, super generic. Was it a rogue? It was an elf ranger. I wanted to be Aragorn. That's it. So I start playing with them, and it was a really, really fun time. Um, but they weren't my friends. You know, I was friends with two of the coworkers, and it was their buddies. So I was like, this is really dope. I've got a bunch of friends. Maybe I can do this. And that's how it all started. I took, I stopped playing with them, and I just kind of ghosted them. I feel bad about it. <laughs> but I, I bought the book, went home, texted all my friends. The first time I had seen Juan in two years first thing i said i was like dude i'm playing D. you need it you need to come join my group oh bye colin it's I'll okay come back. He'll, I'll come back. Cast this. he'll come back <laughs> um 
And he he's like, oh, I'll let him tell that story. But I get my fold together. I get my group. And I've pretty much been DMing on and off for them for years. And it's been a great, great time. I remember, yeah, so like high school ends. Uh, usual, you know, nerdy gamer shit, whatever. But I gave up. D&D was just a pipe dream. Like, I was like, this is never going to happen. I uh, go and I serve, serve a Mormon mission in Japan for two years. And oddly uh, enough, yeah. this helped me play. Yeah, shout out. Shout out, Japan. Um, <laughs> uh, that's oddly that's enough, my mission got me ready for playing D&D because we would, like, role-play lessons. Mainly it was like, you know, nice. like, oh, nice. I'm going to practice whatever. Because we would teach in Japanese. So, like, all right, I'm going to practice out these words so I'm not saying them for the first time as I'm trying to teach about Jesus. Um, and then, <laughs> so was just, I was just role playing, and then like I always loved uh, playing. I loved pretending to be an old Japanese man who knew nothing about Jesus for who like doesn't? my other missionaries that were there with me. And so like when I, ca- I so remember I step off the plane, Drew calls me. I've been I haven't even been home a day. <laughs> like, I have not been in the United States in two whole years. Drew calls me. I I think I maybe only got my phone set up like an hour before, and he's like, hey. <laughs> You're back. Welcome back. Miss you. To the important part, though, we're playing D and D. You're in, and I was like, "You're joking." No, like, don't give me hope. <laughs> like, this is the first thing yeah. you're gonna say to me in two years. I remember two days later. This is the first time I've ever been alone in two years. Was when I got in the car and drove to your house, and um, mm-hmm. and then like walked downstairs, and y'all just y'all just like sitting there, and like we were like all shooting the shit, and I was like, oh my god, this is actually happening. And then when it started, <laughs> it was such a magical moment because I sat there and I was, it was like, it was like a part of my childhood was healed. <laughs> the, the thing that I was missing, like, had been found. I was just like, for years, for years, telling Drew, hey, we yeah. gotta play D and D, man. This is the shit. This is yeah. right up our alley. We gotta do mm-hmm. it. And you know, it just took me leaving for two years to to finally be like, all right, we're playing. I had, to find the, I had to find it on my own, man. You had to find it on and, your own. Yeah, I built you the awesome. boat, and I left, and then I came back, and you, <laughs> you offered me. Uh, you gave me the ore. I gave yeah, you the ore. This, this is really fun. I'm like, I don't need this tinder. I don't need this kindling. That I found, I rode myself to the fire, and it was beautiful. So yeah, that's kind of how we got into D and I mean. Colin, I called you, and I was like, "Dude, I have an open spot. I need you." Just gonna say that was, mine was pretty much similar situation. I had bounced around for a hot little bit after high school. I went out to North Carolina for a year and a half, Washington for two, three years, then ended up coming back here. And same shit as Juan. Like within probably a month or so, Drew just hits me up nonchalantly, brings up D and D, and I had always inkled for it, kind of like how Juan was saying. Just playing Skyrim growing up with Stranger Things coming out. Just all these different pop culture references and things that I had enjoyed before, like even knowing about D&D, kind of set me up to enjoy this. And hearing my uncle's stories, again, just like breaking down the stereotype where he used to go to like Wu-Tang Clan shows, two live crew, and then he'd flip around and be like, yeah, my friends and I used to play D&D every weekend and we got all the girls. You just have to sit there and be like, wait, what? <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> You're telling me these boxes the uh, system puts us in doesn't really exist or limits us? What? And I think, it, it, honestly, as cheesy as it sounds, D&D kind of helped me come into my own because you get so worried about like playing nice with everyone and you want to make sure everyone likes you. 
But if you pick a character and you roll with that character, the more role playing you do, the more like in depth you get with that shit, you kind of have to commit. <laughs> you just learn to carry that into life as well, man. Like, that's great. You just learn who you are as a character and you commit to that shit. Yeah, it's great. So, again, um, as cheesy as my reason is, that it, it's um, been more therapeutic than it has. It's awesome. Anything else. For sure. And, I mean, we could go on and on about how much we love it. And we will over this these this series or however Bro, long. Bro, we got we nothing but time, this. baby. Yeah, we, we got nothing but time. And um, I know this is kind of off and all around off the topic, as we will do. But Welcome to we the shit will... show. Pretty much. We <laughs> we do. We love playing D&D. We've had so much fun doing it. And I, if you're curious about it, I have to really, really commend um, Wizards of the Coast for what they've done with the game. Because it has gone really big in pop culture. And just in culture, really. I mean, it's so well-known, so mainstreamed, that if you're slightly curious about it... I mean, I had a homie text me a couple months ago asking about it. And... It's just, it's all around, really. It's a really good time to p play because the other editions have been kind of tricky. Uh, I went into it learning 3.5. Very, very in-depth. I love it. I love 3.5. We all play 5e right now, and which is the current edition. Um, I can't say much for 4th edition. I've played a session of it, so I can't really say much. But fifth it's the edition, middle child. Yeah, fifth edition is so easy. I mean, maybe for experienced players, it's too easy, and they want more of a challenge. Go play three point five. Go play fourth edition. It's intense. But fifth edition for new players or people who are curious or casual players, it is so good. I mean, it is so straightforward. It's easy to learn. There's so much materials on the internet, and Wizards of Coast does such a good job for that. And on top of that. There's board games now. How cool is that? There's literally... And there's a lot of resources as games. well. So, it's a good time to jump to it. It's super simple. I mean, if I can do it, you guys can do it. So. Like I was saying, too, there are a lot of resources as well. Like, Roll20, you can play with people you never even met before. Like, hop in games if you want to DM random people, or if you just want to hop in with a random DM. Like, you can kind of play with, with and whoever you want. The, we're all, we're just saying it's time to start playing D D and D. No more excuses. Let out, let out the nerd. Be who you want to be. Out, yeah, be, you want to kill free. some be goblins. Want to plunder some treasure. You want to ride a dragon. You're a bard. You want to fuck a dragon. You can. <laughs> you can. It's the best part. You, the think it, you can. <laughs> For the role price of rolling a dice. You can do it, literally anything. And that just rhymes, so you know it's real. Yeah. And Got a level of intentional rhyming. I think D &D, that's a perfect place to sign off, honestly. Yeah, I mean, D&D is going to be our staple as that's what we've been playing. But, I mean, there are so many games out there that I would love for us to get together and play some of these times. So, but for now, Step we're going LARPing. I'm going to get us on a LARP next. There we go. I mean, oh it all starts with one. So, <laughs> <laughs> I watch something cool, and then I slowly start planting my seeds. Mm -hmm. That was creepy. I'm not putting that in. <laughs> no, yeah, that's my... staying in. Okay, well, that's our sign-off. D&D.
Damn. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm Drew. Thanks for listening. Um, Plant those seeds. See you next time.